We're starting it up again, buddies. Yeah, Keenan and Gavin here to finally go over some stuff that we've been uh, kind of, you know, mit- well, we've just missed here the last few uh, months, I guess. How long yeah, has it been? Yeah, I, it's been a while. It feels awkward behind this mic. just feels weird to me. Like, it's been, like, like it used to come so naturally earlier. I think it's a lot of it, a lot less booze in me, for one. Yeah, we got a, we're, it's taken us twice as long to knock off the rust because we had to, we had to drink, uh, for the first time ever in the history of Initiate Contact, we had to drink something other than BV. Yeah, we're big, yeah. don't tell, even mention it. Tell don't you, even mention okay. what it is. Yeah. It's, Basically, it is pure shit compared to the nectar of the gods, as I like to call it, black velvet. Well, and you can't necessarily fault the liquor. I mean, every liquor. I mean, is they're all shit good compared to beer. Oh yeah, well they're all <laughs> they're all good as far as what they do for you, but the the taste and the the extra little oomph you get with yeah. black velvet is just yeah. you, you can't nothing can compete. Really. No. Nope. A lot like oh. any other team with the Hawkeyes <laughs> and wrestling. Hey, real quick, real quick, before we forget, because I know we will, and then we're going to be kicking ourselves at the end of the episode. Uh, just quick plug, guys. We are an, on Twitter now. Yeah, we're. T- we have not made an official like post. We're going to tr- attempt after here, but Gavin doesn't have a Twitter account. Nope. I don't have a Twitter account. Nope. We have no idea how that shit works. Not a but clue. But it's up, so you can follow us at. You can follow us at at initiate contact. No spaces. I don't know if you can do spaces in Twitter. Yeah. You Twitter folk know. Yeah. We we're gonna be just a twat machine, I tell you. We're gonna be twatting all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, so a lot's been going on. And then and basically we're gonna go over the biggest one of which we're gonna jump right in. Austin DeSanto comes yep. in and from we, Drexel. We called that. We did. We called that. We may have even called that before the season was was finished. Oh, oh I know. we, we, we definitely, definitely did. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was one of those things, and it, it happened exactly how we uh, explained it would. Basically, we would send out, um, you know, uh, our guy Spencer Lee to kind of push the envelope a little bit maybe the because we knew they were friends ahead of time you, yeah uh, as friendly well, as friend well, as uh you could be as competition competitive people that compete against each other you know i, I can't remember what tournament it was but after the state the finals, World cup was it the yeah so after the state finals spencer lee sat in DeSanto's corner as his coach so, oh oh so yeah there was even after DeSanto beat him uh you know um, Lee didn't hold anything against him, and, and he he got he got behind the kid. Yeah, and I thought I think that down the stretch played a huge role into getting him to Iowa. Well, and and we saw them at the World Cup. I don't know if we meant we might, actually. I think we did mention that on the podcast. We saw them together. Yeah, they were uh, holding they were, hands, hold, holding hands. <laughs> yeah, and sharing a popcorn. Yeah, and uh, uh, water. There there was no. I mean, just so you guys know, there's no funky business going on. Keaton had an eye on him, you know. We, <laughs> but so none. We got probably the best fit that we could get because hey, okay. But all of it, uh, you know, there's a lot of people like non Iowa fans. They're gonna say that Austin DeSanto is kind of a cheap artist, kind of you know a hothead, whatever. I, I was. 
I was like the one guy when when he tried breaking that kid's leg at nationals or arm or what, what was it? Was it a? Yeah, he was a Kimura. Yeah. He came at him with a Kimura. He comes over the top. <laughs> I know. I loved it. I was like, why are people booing this? This is what we need in this sport. Yeah, we need some more broken faces. But I um. So you know, well, first off, wrestling's one of those things. It's like a bunch of kind of well, the degenerates. As uh, oh, we're all degenerates. Yeah, I mean we're fuck ups. I, I don't think I've ever met a wrestler who's not somewhat of a degenerate. I I used to always have this joke that I was probably one of the most normal wrestlers that I've ever known. And if you know Gavin, he's not normal. Yeah, and that just explains how fucked up so many of them are. And I tell you, um, you know, you know, wrestling's one of those things where. You, you need that little anger. You need that little fucking like temper. That like a controlled rage is what <laughs> wrestling is. Um, and then, in fact, okay, at nationals, sure, it was a little uncontrolled. But with the hot guys, he can be controlled. He'll be around like-minded people that be like, "Hey, man, we also have a team here. We're with you. We understand your pain. All this shit. It's just you know." Let's try to keep the you know the team po- the well the taking away a team points down and we're here also to win a national championship and shit like that they'll all motivate each other and and like they'll they'll feel each other's pain and uh, I think I think it's a great fit for him not to mention he's going to get a little more use to getting beat uh, in the room <laughs> with yeah. Spencer Lee there. And I don't think, I think, I think he'll have a few spots like where he might even think about quitting the team and shit like that. We've all done it. Like anybody that gets pissed off at some points, like fuck this, fuck you, fuck him. I'm out, you know, but, <laughs> but then you're going to see, see the, the result of him competing with those guys play out during the season. Yeah. And then he's going to realize, okay, yeah, well, and That's this is what happens. My partners are this I'm exactly destroying everybody. This is what happens. Like then he looks across and he's like, "That guy's a national champ, though." That's what I want to be. I'm going to get my ass kicked by a national champ until I am a national champ myself. Okay, and 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 the thing is, is like Spencer Lee, uh, Tom Brands, anybody else in there that might might be able to you know compete with him and stuff, and be like he'll realize at some point they're there to help him by beating the shit out of him. Yep. And then, god damn it, the you know the sky's the ceiling, man. Yep. And that's that's why people come to Iowa is for mo- the things like that where they know that they uh, they're going to get better in this room. What's what's awesome is I mean just to have that I mean we didn't we didn't have that for for almost over half the season last year we 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 were losing one twenty five and one thirty three mm. to start every duel now we finally got that that one two combo back solid that, solid combo. yes and if you know Iowa wrestling we're always going to choose to start at one twenty five I am going to throw out a little fear of. Uh, <laughs> Somebody may be getting hurt at 125 or 133, but there's no wood here. I mean, you know, we're hoping that that's not not the case. And so that that's just one of the many things that just happened uh, in our little um, away or, uh, or, you know, us being away from the, the microphones here. Next, we also have there's a lot of rumors going around uh, about Michael Kemmer. Moving up to 74 
And, yep. of course, these are pretty... I mean, he was fucking huge at uh, 57. Like, he had shoulders. I mean, he was just bigger than everybody on the mat. Well, yeah. And you could see it in his wrestling, too. Um, he, he would fade towards the end of the matches. So, which kind of yeah. just... That indicates to us, at least as fans, that he's, he's sucking he, down. He's sucking down. Sure. Um, and but at at the same time, maybe he's a naturally a one sixty five pounder already. Yep. And you know, you got Marinelli right there. You know what I like about this, you know, the, and this is what I like most, is it there's a plan developing for this. It's not just like one guy. And he's like, fuck it, I can't make the weight. And I'm not, I am not—I don't want to say, fuck it, I can't make the weight, like as in, you know, he's letting down the team or anything like that. Or that they're not allowed to say, hey, the weight's starting to get ugly. I was a strong believer in uh, wrestling your natural weight. They really are. Uh, I've heard it for many years, uh, you know, since the 90s even. Like, they, they try to make things. Granted, the kids want to find a spot in the lineup, so they will cut weight to make spots happen themselves. But as far as the community of Iowa wrestling, weight cutting's not a priority. Uh, unlike, there, there's a few others that it might be. But, so... Uh, I guarantee it was one of those things that there was a long chat, and then there was a chat amongst everybody else because now we see that, first off, he's not disrupting Marinelli at 65. Yeah. Yep. And they're, weird enough, Gunther is leaving. Yes. Yes. Which means 74 is open. For Well, I, I think it, 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 no matter um, right now who we have at that weight, I think that's Kimmer's spot, no matter what. I mean, I, I just don't see him not being not making the lineup. And Brand said it. Oh, <laughs> Brand said in the interview he's going to be in the lineup, yeah. and it's not going to be at one fifty seven, and it's not going to be at one sixty. Well, he's he's a top two kid in the nation at every weight, in my mind. Uh, <laughs> within a reason, uh, but anyways, so. Um, well, yeah, I wasn't even worried about that, where he wouldn't... He's going to find a spot. He's yeah. that good, and he, he would cut weight. He would even... He, honestly, he, he would probably even beat out Marinelli. So, but my thing is, is he is a team player with this and not trying to beat out Marinelli, because that's a natural fit for Marinelli, where Marinelli is kind of your... Your head down, bull, fucking brute strength guy. You bump him up a weight. Guess what? That brute strength lessens. Okay, he cuts down weight. Guess what? They they get a lot quicker and they can move around him faster. And and not to mention he's cutting off some of that muscle. Yeah, like his hit his style of wrestling. He has to be at the optimal weight. Okay. While Kemmerer is a funky son of a bitch, he is going to be—he's going to make shit happen at every weight he goes. You know, like he—he yeah. he has hips beyond he, f- fucking. He's a guaranteed all-American up to all, through through one eighty-four, in my opinion. Sure. And so, but I like how this was this was talked out. It's pretty obvious, and and I find it funny that like the brands is and nobody's going to comment on it until it actually happens. But it's obvious it was talked out because Gunther's leaving, for one. Two, Caleb Young's already started cutting down, and he wrestled, uh, what was it, junior, junior, uh... World team. 
junior world team, whatever. I never know the names. Anyways, it's, it's there's a there's a world team every weekend. Tournament. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no shit. But anyway, so he already started cutting down. I think he was at like one sixty three equivalent with the the kilo, kilograms and shit. But so obviously there's there's talks and then not to mention we got moody already down there who was a finalist at another one of those fucking junior worlds and then uh and then of course we got nelson brands uh brands that that's that's who i'm banking on that that's who i that's who i would love to see beat everybody out for that spot that would that would put so much like caleb young He's gonna do a good job. He's gonna he's gonna be a good a uh, good duel, um, you know, fill in spot for us. He's not gonna all American, most likely, most likely. I I just don't I don't see it. If we have a, it will be our weakest spot in the lineup, unless somebody a new face comes in and separates himself from everybody else. I don't know. I find that hard, but so I think that he has a shot at all American. Because we only saw him at what seventy four. We did we even see him at sixty five in wrestle offs? Yeah, we did. We saw him and Moody, and yeah. he. I think he beat Moody. He beat Moody, but um, it was, it was a really close match, and, sure. Moody, and Moody didn't wrestle the smartest. And then he, he he was lazy with a lot of stuff. But then he's cutting down another weight now. It's true. You know. I don't know. I I think there's potential there. Moody impresses me every time. I I, I I'm surprised with what I'm watching every time sure. I watch Moody wrestle. And, well, and a lot of it's because he started out young. Like I don't think he started wrestling. I think until his freshman or sophomore year or something like that. So he's only going to get better. Yeah. Um. So that's something to look at. Wrestle offs will tell a lot because there's a good chance Nelson Brands is going to wrestle off at the very least and see where he sits. Yep. That'll be a fun wrestle. Yes. Huh? Yeah, so I'm not going to be able to go this year. You'll, you'll have to record it for me. No! See? Ah, I hate, I hate when I'm able to go what to an event. What kind of friend are you? I hate going to an event and I have somebody that tells me that I have to, like, take notes and shit and send them texts when I'm at the event. I'm like, listen, I paid money to be here and spectate this shit. I don't want... You don't pay money for wrestle-offs. Well, I... Sp- I, no, you're right there, but I spend the time, I dedicate the time, and, uh, and you know, I do this for me. I don't do it for others. If I skipped it, you know, or even if I just tell people I don't go, that's when I need to start doing Oh, no, I'm not there. I'm not watching it. Nope. <laughs> but anyways, so, uh, so that, yeah, 57 to 74, uh, well, those two weight classes, 65 solid. We don't need to worry about that. No matter what, we are going to have a solid wrestler. At, yeah, all at, three of at, those guys. At, at, at those weights. Moody, even I don't know how much better that kid can get from what I've seen. Like He, he is athletic. Ex- extremely, extremely athletic. athletic. And... And obviously he can wrestle. He's he's doing way better at freestyle than what he is full. But um, so this, who knows where he sits there? And Caleb Young's definitely the better um, technician of the two. And uh, and then of course then we have Nelson Brands always rely on if need be. 
Yep. So that's all, all three of those are solid candidates, even for the future. Yep. And then we have uh, uh, Wilkie. Yeah. Possible so weight changer. That's another thing. So Jacob Warner has been wrestling ungodly freestyle stuff with the world team trial stuff. I yep. think he got third at this U twenty three one. Yeah, made the made the world uh, world junior or the junior, junior world, world team. team. <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking <laughs> why? Man. Why do they murder me with so many words? I mean, they're like they're lucky I can remember my name, let alone like a name of a fucking the thirteenth tournament it takes to make the world team trials. And I'm sure, I, I and I'm sure someone's gonna be listening to this and be like, "It stands for this, you fucking dumbass." Yeah. But I tried researching what the U stood for in U twenty. Yeah, and listen I here, have no fucking idea. Yeah, listen here, <laughs> cunt bag, who says that. Come say it to my face and let me turn my bill to the side so I can headbutt your face hey, in. Because fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you what? There. Well, uh, actually, it's called... Uh, I, I, if you ask me, they should just do, like, uh, like number the fucking things. Like, this is the juniors number two fucking tournament to be a world team member. Or something like that. Like, there's no explanation. Even Flow Wrestling... Actually, I got a bone to pick with Flow Wrestling... So I, I, you know, I used to borrow somebody's account, and then now I got my own, and that fucking thing glitches and lags like a son of a bitch constantly. I know it's not them, and they probably didn't even set up for this whole scenario of, like, streaming live and stuff. I think they're pushed onto it because they are the most followed, but the, and there's nowhere no, else to go. They want to go that way. They they're, they they're, need to pick it up then. Yeah. Well, they- the lagging is ungodly. It's almost unwatchable. Like I, here's the thing. I am so passionate when I come to like watch and drunk, so passionately <laughs> drunk to the, that I'm watching this the wrestling. And when every little glitch happens, I like stand up and start flipping shit. I'm like, we're missing the whole guy. Like, how do I watch live of anything if it's gonna fucking just freeze on me? Yeah. Guess what? Then it ain't live. Doesn't it always seem? Too, when you're watching it, that it legs in the most crucial parts of the match. Yes. Well, <laughs> it's like it's on purpose. These matches are only six minutes. And like when we talk about when we're going to get there with the Gilman match, I'm only looking forward to the, like Gilman. I don't give a fuck about like I, I do give a fuck, but there's a lot of them. I don't care that much. And I know the winners, the outcome is going to be, you know, a best two out of three. That's like a no brainer for a few of these, you know, like who the fuck's going to beat Kyle Snyder two out of three times. <laughs> Definitely no fucking Gadsden. I'll tell you that. But the, this match, I have six minutes of wrestle time. Not even. No, it's only two periods, right? Yeah, but it, it's, it's six minutes. R- yeah, roughly, yeah. it comes out to about a nine-minute live stream of a match. So, if you miss 20 seconds of leg, you're missing a lot. because, if, Especially if there's one takedown. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, and there's a... Uh, well, on the I I totally know what you're saying. I I dealt with that just trying to stream past events on Flow Wrestling, but uh, well, one thing, Flow, don't think we hate you. What you have done for the sport is tremendous, crazy, and incredible. And my complaint, wrestling fans owe you their lives. Mm-mm. Not yeah, lives. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lives. Yeah. No. No, I'll just all, I'll keep I going live. I actually preferred it when not everybody can see what I saw. Like if when I actually went to the events, it was more of a cult following that way. But I here's my thing: it's definitely not Flo's fault. 
In fact, I think they were pushed into this more than what they really wanted to go. You know, like only because there was that demand there that, and they fed it and it kept going, and which is great because, you know, somehow they got money, sponsors. I don't know how that shit works. You know, me and money. I just. Uh, I, I, I think it's smart marketing on their part and them. I, I think they. There is no they other form. where they wanted to go. There's no other form to watch those matches. Right. And, they and found, so. They found a niche and they. they grabbed onto it and they stuck to it and now look where they're at i'm saying like if there i just wish there was something more we've done great but god there has to be something more how about it how about an app well that's definitely pushing it down oh wow that's too sophisticated for me but so my but we'll get off this flow thing but my thing is is like i i the, the lags drive me crazy when i actually do finally uh watch it on flow and stuff and then and then and then too it's it's you know there has to be somebody else that picks up the slack like why can't we get a channel somewhere something that that's what they do is they do these big you know like olympic world trial shit you know but uh until until actually somebody else picks it up i don't think flow is going to mess with uh going above and beyond what they have you know yeah and they don't need to so they're the we, only one were we even, we didn't even talk about wookie though did we yeah so he just competed at what what tournament was it was it the u23 Mm, no, that that he was another world team trials. Uh, the one, the same one that you're talking about the the one where Jacob Warner and Moody were in the finals, and then yeah, so there was a bunch. I think Marinelli got like fourth. Yeah, you go ahead and pull it up. I think I think Wilkie got fifth. But anyways, the big thing with that is that he cut some weight. Yeah, he's what five pounds. I think I think. Uh, it was 189 is what it came out okay. to. I want to so, say so, it was like 70-some kilograms. I don't know. So he's five think, pounds away. I think it's like 2.2 is the change, the equivalent there. So And and it's early on, so you got plenty of time to kind of reshape your body to, to, to fit that weight class. Yeah, it is quite apparent that th- there's been talks going around. 86 kilos is what he was competing 86, at. okay. Yep. Go, 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 go. Was there a rank that show how they did there? No, those were just, those were just, uh, the weight classes. Yep. Okay. So, um, yeah. And then, and, and that's what we were getting at. So Warner did great. Moody did great. And then because Warner did so great and Warner, frick, he's, he's been doing good the whole time. He's our, he's going to be our 97 pounder. It's almost a guarantee. Cash Wilkie's going down. And that's what we were getting yep. at. Uh, sorry, I went on that tangent with Flo, but I don't. Uh, I don't think there's any way uh, Wookie makes the lineup if he's not at 84. Agreed. Yep. I mean it. I mean, Warner. Did Warner even beat him once? One of those Warner. Warner, Warner beat him at the wrestling. Yeah, offs. that's why I thought yep. by like two. Right? Yeah, it was a close match. Yeah. But... Yeah. That's going to be interesting. And Warner, you watch him wrestle. He's nothing flashy. He must be. He kind of like a little bit like Spencer Lee, as far as as far as just nothing really stands out. Yeah, but he, he keeps doing it. Yeah, you know, 
I don't I don't get how it's done. Like for Warner though, it's mainly from his feet. Where Spencer Lee, it's from top, and it's pretty apparent. Spencer Lee, it's from neutral top, and well, well those tilts, those tilts, man. The, yeah, but I mean, he's taking them down and he's hitting those tilts sure. in the first thirty seconds of the match because he's getting the takedown sure. right away. But he, that, he, if he wanted to, he could. Spencer Lee could totally be the 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 Tony Ramos or the Gilmans that or McDonough's that just take down and let him up, take down and let him up. But he's so good on top. He doesn't need to. He can score him faster on top. I think he can even be a pinner if he really wanted to. Spencer Lee, I'm calling this, will will break the all-time pinning record. What is that at record? the University of Iowa? I, 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 have, I have no idea. I know a couple of people happen. that are in the tops, <laughs> and I'll tell you, it's uh, it's more than fifty, for sure. Easy. How, how many has he had this year? Go look that up while I'm talking. So, so that's kind of like uh, the rundown of what's happening uh, currently in the Iowa um, um, sector, you know. But then we also had Final X happened, which is like the the big shindig, which they renamed it. And I'm still once again this, this these namings kind of upset me. I kind of. I kind of get the gist. There's like two separate brackets. Final X is the best two out of three of these two separate brackets, which might be like uh, a national championships. Like champion is uh, in one side of the bracket. But anyways, it's, it's kind of confusing how it breaks down. But then I like how they do this. So to make the basically the world team uh, in Final X, you do a best two out of three amongst uh you and the other finalists and gilman versus dayton fix which is gilman is the epitome of old school in your face type brute wrestling and dayton fix a little more flashy uh younger kid you know kind of it, it is like the young versus the old coming out and uh there was some words said ramos you mentioned earlier being yep. one of them Ramos picks Dayton Fix over Gilman. Yep. Which we all know that uh, Ramos had some issues with Iowa after his loss against uh, Daniel Dennis. Yeah, and Gil- Gilman actually said it in an interview, too, where he, he said, it's Ramos. He's going to pick anybody to beat an Iowa kid. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and so, which I like, because I, I, that had to come out. It, it, I feel like it was swept under the rug a little bit, and even though like some people knew, and you know, but I guarantee there was some shit talking when it came recruiting, which is always funny to me that uh, you know you bring up your issues with, uh, like we had a few certsis uh, earlier on and stuff like that that it it seems to to carry on. But anyway, so. Gilman comes out, and I Gilman's one of those that you can feel a fire, and that fire was fueled, and he came out guns a blaze and beat him twice in a row. Didn't even get the the third match of for Dayton Fix, and yep. uh, looked solid for Iowa wrestling. What'd you find out? Uh, so Spencer Lee had nine pins in his first year. Okay. Yep. Did you see? Eight did you falls. Did you see what the record is? Um. No, I did not. Oh. Jeez, nine though, all this research keep going Gab. <laughs> the nine's not bad actually i want to say uh, i uh then i think uh 
Actually, I think the the thing I was thinking with the fifty might have been um, might have been consecutive wins or something like that. So it might even be more than that. But anyways, um, um, so that's kind of the stuff that we've been missing here the past uh, couple. Oh, one more, um, Jason Renteria. Almost forgot about this guy. Uh, he's at Nebraska right now, old Brasky, and. Uh, he was one of those recruits that we pretty much had committed to Iowa at 33, and then he decommits like a vahina that he is. And um, But now Nebraska has kind of gave him a, a full wave, as far as I know, and he can go anywhere, even within the Big Ten. And so there's pursuit there, which would make it really interesting to see what uh, how that goes because – you know, now that we have uh, DeSanto, I don't know that that was that was kind of one of those things where um, you know we. I think the reason why he went away from us was we were looking at Gavin Teasdale, which was at one thirty three, and now we have DeSanto at one thirty three, and is he still going to kind of pussyfoot around? And we have Aaron Cashman, which we almost forgot. Aaron Cashman being a Minnesota kid who's a State champ at uh, sophomore year, got third his junior year, and then went off to wrestle for uh, at the Olympic Training Center. So, a lot of stuff going on. The Hawks are just rounded. I'm mean, circling the wagons. I tell you, everything is pointing to a national championship. Yes, yes. The, Did the, you find it? Yeah. No. Um, for some reason, there's not an easy access to the Iowa all-time leaderboards, but whatever. We don't need to. We'll we'll dig that up uh, in one of these between episodes, and we'll find the stats and we'll go over this uh, <laughs> at, a, at a later date. But so to recap, boys and girls, we we actually have a do we have girl, a girl listener? Yeah. Well, yeah. Remember, we saw her pictures. She was oh, pretty yeah. hot, and she's from like Cedar Rapids area or something. Like yeah, that. yep. She she hearted like. What was her name? Do you know? Uh, we also had a. I no, I have no idea. We also had a, a cute one from the Cleveland area after the Ohio State duelist, and she loved one of our podcasts. But it's probably because it was so somber and yeah, sad. It's just probably that. Uh, did, oh, did we go over this? Mm, I'm gonna say it anyway. So probably that stripper, Gavin Stripper. Yeah. <laughs> Gavin's got a got a child out there somewhere. Well, no, not yet. Well, just one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. still None. making in the oven yeah, technically. Yeah. <laughs> You can probably find her in like a dumpster and somewhere in Cleveland. Oh, that's just that's a little overboard. <laughs> oh. Um, so I'm not saying you left them there, Gav. Do you know that for a fact? Uh so we're on we're twatting. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Add initiate contact. What's Facebook the thing? I don't know. That's Bruno's project. God damn it, Bruno! You dirty fuck. <laughs> Jesus. All get, right. get updated on our Facebook. Foido, I don't... I don't or, Foido. Sorry, Foido. I know you're listening, too, but I didn't mean you. So, so go ahead. I think Twitter's the way to go. The Facebook thing, eh, it's fun to look at, but, nah, you know, really, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know don't. any of this shit. Yeah, we'll learn. We'll learn for you guys. 
But uh, so yeah, go ahead and add us, and then we're our next podcast is going to be soon, probably next week sometime, uh, and we're going to actually break down some weights. Hold on, let's not let's not guarantee it's next week. Oh yeah, yeah, because we actually wanted to do a double header tonight, yeah. and we ran out of time because we we designed a, a dope graphic for our new oh, Twitter page. Yeah, yeah, check that out. We got Spencer. Well, I don't want to give it away. Yeah, yeah, no, go there. Just it'll be a surprise. Yeah, and go ahead and leave your stupid ass questions and messages, and we'll answer them. <laughs> right? Yeah, we'll answer those for you guys. All right, initiate contact out. We'll see you in a bit. Remember, follow us at initiate contact. I I love the colorful clothes you wear. And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair I hear the sound of a gentle word On the wind that lifts her perfume through the air I'm picking up good vibrations She's giving me the excitations I'm backing up